Hey guys, what's up man? Welcome to a new podcast on The Ballin' Show. Today we're going to be talking about the new Super League man that is causing some weird stuff to happen, man. It could change football for the rest of our lives, man. Uh, also about the state of the NBA and the MLB with their new rules and changes and how it's affecting things right now, which I'm not really happy about. Um, uh, just the NHL playoffs and predictions, and the NBA playoffs and predictions too. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today. Stay tuned, guys, and uh, we're going to go to the intro. Okay, it's rap pack to my pulse flat. We keep it real, no false rap. I got four cars and they all black. Got four bras and they all that. We call that ballin'. Doing this is my calling. Flow is so appalling. My phone off and she calling. I'm like, yeah, what it do? Penthouse, man, what a view. Fall back as I'm coming through with my whole team. They coming too. That's real, too real. Motherfucker, tell me how you feel. I'm too good for my own good. I won't leak the album. I let it spill. Number one, bitch, I bet it will. Do the numbers, I said it will. I played the game and I'm still the same. And I never change just to get a deal, bitch, I'm ballin'. ballin'. I came from nothing to something like it's nothing. Yeah, you know I done it. That is no discussion, bitch, I'm ballin'. ballin'. I made a promise to my mama. I'ma turn these zeros into tens of commas. Tens of commas. Bitch, I'm ballin'. ballin'. Closing million dollar deals. Catch me swerving, burning hundred dollar bills. I guess we're just gonna just talk. What I do with this podcast, I don't really make a script. I don't really, you know, talk fake stuff, you know, uh, like filter or anything. I just say what I think. And um, that's basically how it's gonna be for forever, as long as I keep making these, you know what I'm saying? Because y'all finna be getting the real, the real takes. Y'all finna be getting the real. Y'all not gonna be getting down some fake me that I wrote down, you know what I'm saying? Y'all finna be getting the real stuff. All right, and uh, so first off, we're going to start off with this Super League. This Super League stuff, man. Man, I just don't know how to explain this, man. This is a crazy, it's, 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 this is crazy stuff, man. They're basically going to get, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be 12 of the, basically the top teams. If I'm not mistaken, it's going to be Manchester City, uh, Arsenal, Tottenham, Tottenham. I'm going to look up the teams right now real quick. Uh, okay, so, I'm gonna, so it's 12 teams. So it's going to be Arsenal, Ch- Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United, Tottenham, and then AC Milan, Inter Milan, Juventus, and Atletico Madrid, uh, Barcelona, uh, Real Madrid, and uh, I don't see any German teams here. 
I thought there would be some German teams. Uh, but I heard Bayern Munich and uh, uh, Borussia Dortmund uh, might join too. And uh, this is going to be some crazy stuff because uh, UEFA threatened to ban these international ban these teams and players from international play, such as from the World Cup, Europa League, uh, Champions League. Uh, I don't think they can do Concacaf. I don't think they can ban them from playing in the Concacaf or. Uh, some other players playing on the Congo Cup because I know it's, I know it's the UEFA playing placing these bands, not FIFA in general. Um, if FIFA did it in general, they could probably place bands for the players in Congo Cup, but it's just UEFA and not FIFA. Uh, this is some big stuff, man. The Super League, man. The quality of the football they're going to be playing is going to be crazy good, man. It's going to be crazy good uh, quality football. But just the thing is, man, it's just that. It's just how greedy it is and how it's going to create an imbalance in football leagues. And it's just going to make a lot of these other leagues irrelevant. Um, not like, I'm moving not like irrelevant, but it's just like super greedy, man. They're really not caring about their players. They're not caring about their domestic leagues. They're just caring about them, their team, their franchise. Uh, and just kind of like, Playing in a massive super thing, I I don't understand why teams like um, Barcelona are joining it. But it's Barcelona, man. Barcelona, they're gonna get destroyed. I'm a huge Barcelona fan, man. They're gonna get destroyed in the super league. They're probably, they're probably gonna be last place. They might not even win a game, man. But there's these other teams are just way better than them. It's gonna be tough, man. But uh, especially if Messi leaves, which he probably will, um, to a team that can afford him. Uh, Barcelona, man, they're they're gonna, and especially Barcelona has so much debt, man. They don't have money for that. They really don't. This is gonna be tough for them. This is gonna be really tough for Barcelona. The other teams, man, uh, if Bayern Munich joins. That's gonna be really cool. Manchester United too. Uh, that's gonna be cool. Uh. PSG at Paris Saint-Germain. That would be hella cool if they joined too because I feel like those three will probably be the three best teams in the league if, uh, assuming my predictions, if um, this thing actually goes down. Apparently, they're going to go down in August. Uh, they're going to finish out their domestic leagues and they're going to continue in August. But I don't know how this is going to affect the UEFA, uh, I mean, not the UEFA, the Europa League, Europa League, because uh, I, mean, I was really excited for that, man. I was really excited for the Europa League, bro. But then this stuff is happening, and uh, I don't think the Europa League might go down with all these players if this keeps happening. But just since uh, I'm not sure Zlatan will be affected, but he plays for AC Milan. Uh, Ronaldo will be affected, but he plays for Juventus. Uh, Messi will be affected, but he plays for Barcelona. Uh, uh, one I, I I can't pronounce the name. The Turkish guy. Oh, not, he's not Turkish. He's from Germany, but his Gundogan, uh, like all these Manchester City players, man. Uh, there's so many players that are gonna be affected. Um, they're not gonna be able to play. Uh, Neymar, oh no, Neymar doesn't play in the, and it won't be in Europa. Uh, uh, Bape will, Bape will, uh, Antoine Griezmann will. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of players, man. This, this is gonna be some bad stuff for 
then, man. Uh, so, that's some big news going on, man. I don't have all the details yet, but I just know that this is going to be some wacky stuff. And, especially with, uh, the, I'm just talking a little about uh, the Europa uh, League coming up this summer. Because, um, I'm pretty sure that they played a little bit of their, like, qualifying games a little bit, I think, if I'm not mistaken. No, I, I can't see anything. I may be the Euro League, man. The, the European Cup. Yeah, UEFA 2021 Euro Cup. So this is going to be the tape, uh, Group A. Italy, Switzerland, Turkey, and Wales. Um, I think it's I think Wales might win that group. Uh, I don't. Know. I think Switzerland is going to end up last. Um, but I think Wales was is going to have this group first, and then maybe Italy second, uh, Turkey third, Swiss last. Um, and Group B is going to be Denmark, Finland, Russia, and Belgium. This is a hard one. Um. I think Denmark and Finland are going to be the last two. I think Belgium first, Russia second. And then Group C is going to be Austria, Netherlands, North Macedonia, and Ukraine. I think Netherlands first, Austria second, Ukraine third, Macedonia fourth for that one. Then Group D will be Croatia, Czech Republic, England, Scotland. I think England, then Croatia, then... Oh, I want to say Scotland then check. I think Scotland might have a little bit of luck or something. Um, then Group E will be Poland, Slovakia, Spain, Sweden. Uh, is Holland Swedish or is he Nor Norwegian or is he from Norway? I think he's Norwegian, if I'm not mistaken. I think he might be Norwegian. So, uh, so for Group E, I think it's going to be Spain first, Poland second, uh, Slovakia third, Sweden fourth. To be honest, I'm not a huge fan of all this international stuff, so I don't know how those teams are. If my takes are absolutely retarded, uh, I know, I know. I don't really watch that much international football as as much as I should for sure. And then Group F um, has, has France, Germany, Hungary, and Portugal. Um, I think France will be first for sure. I think. Mm, I think with Ronaldo, I don't know about Portugal. Man. Portugal and Germany is kind of a toss-up for me. I think Germany will be second, though. Then Portugal will be third. Hungary will be fourth. Um, I think all, I think the top three will qualify for the next stage for sure. Uh, but I just think France and Germany are going to be the top two. And, yeah, that's, my, that's just my takes for the Europa Cup. Um for this cup coming year and i'm gonna take a little break grab some water i'll be back and we're gonna talk about the nba uh, yeah so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a quick break you guys probably won't notice it i'm probably gonna take a break you guys don't notice uh i don't know why i just said that twice all right so i'll be back soon um it's gonna be like a little pause nothing too much to expect all right um yeah, before I started this podcast, I finished watching the the Knicks and Pelicans game. And um, 
man, did the Pelicans choke hard, man. Lonzo had a really big um, defensive lapse at the, towards the end of the game. Uh, he had him with that play where he just went, went off the corner. Adiro's passed it out, and and uh, I don't know who it was. But someone made the winning the game tying three to go to overtime. Julius Randle had a great game though, thirty three points, ten assists, five steals. Man, he's putting up fantasy numbers, bro. Like this dude's like if you if you need a fantasy player, he's the guy you need. Uh, then the Miami Heat without Jimmy Butler. Um. And I think they didn't have someone else too. But no, Harrow played off the bench. Yeah, they just without Jimmy Butler. They beat the Nets, who had Kyrie and Kevin Durant. But Kevin Durant left early, four minutes into the game because of some sort of injury, which is tough, man. These Nets, man. This is just kind of like a hot take, but not really a hot take. I think everybody that's watching the Nets will know this. I feel like the the Nets team is going to turn into the Clippers team from last year in this way. The Clippers team last year had an insane roster. Their roster was deep, top to bottom. They probably had the best roster in the NBA. They had a better roster than the Lakers, man. I feel like they had a better roster than the entire league. They had the best roster in the league. Like the Nets do this year, like on paper. But they they like just like the net just like the Clippers last year, man. The Nets just have so many injuries, injury after injury after injury that their team, their health team, healthy can almost never play together. And this team will choke in playoff time, uh, maybe in the second round, maybe in the third round. But I don't think that I think I think they might not even make the finals because they cannot function together. But they have not played together. They, they don't have the chemistry on the court, but they haven't tried playing all together yet. Their depth is good. I think they, their depth is, if they if they do get there, it's going to be because of their depth, not because of their starters. They feel like their starters are going to be inconsistent, especially playing with each other. But since they didn't have uh, a lot of time playing with each other, which is kind of hard for them. So yeah, I feel like they're going to turn into the Clippers from last season. That's just my hot take. They're going to turn into Clippers from last year, choking the playoffs since because they didn't have enough playing time together because of their injuries. Which is kind of a hot take, but not really. I feel like a lot of people see this happening and going down. Especially with all the injuries that are going down with this team, unfortunately. Um, yeah. And then the Hawks, man. I, I kind of love these revenge stories. It's kind of a revenge story, kind of not. But I, I love naming Millen, man. He's probably one of my favorite coaches. Uh, I live in Indianapolis for a few months. Um, and I went to a pretty good amount of Pacers games. That was when that was the season right after Paul George's trade. So that's when Oladipo was there in his prime. Miles Turner was there. That's where I met Miles Turner. That's where he followed. That's where I met him and all that stuff. Um, and uh, Sabonis, man, that was before he became the player he is now. But he was still a really good player off the bench. Uh, that's when that Darren Collison. Darren Collison was really good. I loved him. And then they had Bogdanovich. Um. Who was really good? I love. I, love, I just love that Pacers team, bro. Man, that Pacers team was so good. I love watching that Pacers team. I love going to the games, just watching them play. And then I, everybody could say, "Oh, they had Miles Turner. They had Sabonis. Uh, I think they also got they got Trevor Booker that year too. Trevor Booker was a pretty good pickup that year too. Um, that Collison, that Oladipo, that Bogdanovich. Oh man, that one of those must be your favorite Pacers players, right? Nope. 
man, Stevenson, bro. Whenever you go to a game, man, everybody, everybody that went to a when it goes to a game where Lance Stevenson plays, I can understand. Lance Stevenson, man, he could have a terrible game, man. He could be doing whatever. That second he steps on the court from the bench, the atmosphere changes. He's like, wherever he goes, he's like a fan favorite, man. This dude is probably one of the best crap, like the best like showstoppers. Like I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but like he will give you, he will give you a show. He will try to do all this flashy stuff, all this fancy stuff, man. He's gonna give you a show. He's so fun to watch in person, man. It's crazy. If you have never been to a game where he's played in, you guys won't understand. But this man, I loved watching him. Okay, uh, ending my little rant about the Pacers here. Um, the little revenge story I was talking about was um, Nate McMillan, who is the coach of the Atlanta Hawks now. Uh, the Hawks beat the Pacers by 17. Um, Brogdon had a nice 29-8. and eight. McConnell, man, he is making a six-man-of-the-year case. He's balling, man. He's balling. I feel like he should be. He's the top three candidate for six-man-of-the-year. Uh, he dropped eighteen and seven. Um, Trey Young thirty four and eleven, off of not he, not he didn't have good shooting. I'm gonna be honest, he didn't have good shooting, but he also was more efficient than usual on the turnovers. Um, he of course he he let he let Brogdon drop twenty nine eight on his head. Uh, Trey Young man, I feel like he needs to. Uh, he he's a good player, man. He's like a really fun player to watch. He will like. His flashiness will take away, will kind of like keep you distracted from how much of a, a liability he is. Sometimes he's a liability on both sides of the court, but his flashiness will kind of distract you from that fact. Um, he can be inefficient at times. He takes a lot of shots. The team lets him take too much shots, I feel like. I feel like the coach should kind of, in a way, limit his usage and limit his shots. Um but I feel like I feel like when everybody get touches the ball, that's when they do the best. And uh, today proved it right. Clint Capilla, twenty five points, twenty four rebounds. That's crazy with three blocks. That is insane. That stuff is crazy, crazy. And then uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic, twenty three points. Uh, pretty good stuff. Hoyter, uh, twenty three points, nine rebounds. Eight for twelve shooting man. Three for uh, five for seven for three. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. They had a good game all around today. I like that. And then Portland uh, lost the Blazers. I mean, the bro, I'm sorry for this stuff. I'm recording this at like ten o'clock at night. I've had a long, long week. I had a, long, I had a really long weekend. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Portland Trail Blazers without um, Damian Lillard lost to the Hornets. A scary Terry. Two points away, two points away from a thirty-point, uh, th- two rebounds away from a thirty-four-point triple-double. Uh, 30, 30 for twenty-four shooting, man, that's pretty good stuff. Uh, then PJ Washington, man, twenty-three and eight off the bench. I'm not a fan of PJ Washington. I like watching him, man. I feel like he's like a really good, like, like a Sean Kemp. Nah, maybe like a Larry Johnson type. Guy. I don't know why. I just feel like. I feel like he's. I feel like he could. He has potential to be like next, like another like Larry Johnson type guy. Like I'm talking about like Nick's Larry Johnson, not like um, Hornets Larry Johnson. Like Nick's Nick's Larry Johnson was a pretty pretty good shooter. 
Um, pretty pretty good player. I, I like Nick's Larry Johnson. I feel like he has PJ Washington has a chance to be like a Nick's kind of Larry Johnson type guy. Uh, that's, that's just my opinion. That's my opinion. And um, used to be Orlando, 114 to 110. Christian Wood, another 25 and 10 game. He's showing up. He's showing up. And then Kevin Porter Jr., 22 22.7 assists, man. He's. Man, if I was a Cavs fan, I'd be crying right now, bro, about how Kevin Porter, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is playing right now. Because this stuff is actually crazy, what he's doing right now. Uh, yeah, I beat the Magic. Uh, the Magic, on the Magic, Dwayne Bacon dropped 22 points, which is pretty good. And then, my NBA, I, I just, I'm, I said I was going to talk about my NBA playoff predict, predictions, and um, earlier, a little earlier, I told about, told about them, and that's one of my playoff predictions. I feel like they're going to choke a little earlier in the rounds um, because their lack of chemistry. But he would say, because... I don't know if any of you guys have read the Bill Simmons books, uh, the book of basketball. They do. I seem. It seems like they do not have the secret. They have not done the secret. Um, they're just putting all these random good players together and expecting them to win. They do not have what it takes to win, in my opinion. They have the team, what it takes to win. They have the players. They have on paper. They have what it takes on paper to win. They do not have what it takes to win in the locker room and on the court together, in my opinion. I feel like either the 76ers or I feel like the Bucks match up well with them this year. That's just my opinion, man. I feel like Drew Holiday can uh, do – I think he can do a solid job on either, either Kyrie or James Harden. I feel like he'll be guarding James Harden a lot more. Because James Harden, if he's on the court, he's going to be a primary ball handler a lot more. Yeah. That's just my opinion on that. And, um, other hot takes. I think it's either going to be the 76ers or the Bucks in the finals, not the Nets. 76ers have a good team, but I feel like, I feel like Joel Embiid might get hurt. Especially with the stretch of games they're playing on right now. I feel like Joel Embiid might get hurt in the playoffs. And um, I don't think a big man in this era can lead a team like that. He's a great player, man. They have, they have, they have, a, they have a great team. But I just don't think a big man can lead a team anymore without a, a point guard that can be just as good as that big man. You know what I'm saying? Um... I think he's the MVP though. I think just for like so far, people can say like that take the game discussion or whatever. Yeah, he played less games. I feel like in the game that he played and he was better than Jokic. Uh, I feel like he's better offense. He he's better uh, offensively and defensively. Um, maybe maybe not like passing wise, but I feel like he's better everywhere else except passing. Maybe you can give Jokic the slight edge on shooting too this year. Maybe the slight edge. I feel like. NBA has been a pretty good shooter this year, too. Especially with Murray out, I feel like the Nuggets might lose some games against good teams, which might lower his M- uh, MVP. Oh, MVP narrative. Oh, man, I'm just joking real quick. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. And, oh, the Lakers might not have to make the finals either. Because I know playoff LeBron all that this and that but their team is hurt 
Their team hasn't been able to play much this season because of their injuries. It's gonna take. It's it's gonna be hard. It's going to be hard. I feel like if the Lakers win the finals without anything weird going on, without anything skeptical going on, without anything weird going on, I feel like LeBron James, in my eyes, he will be my GOAT. Right now, he is not. Right now, he is not. But I feel like in the future, if he, if he can win the championship this year, with all, under all these circumstances, with all these like struggles going on, he will be my GOAT. That's just my take. One, or one of my takes. But I feel like the Jazz and the Clippers will be the hardest paths for the Lakers this year. I feel like the Suns can make the finals, but they just have to be able to avoid the Lakers. I feel like the Suns match up pretty well with the Jazz. Um, Maybe not against the Clippers, but I would, bro, I would love... To see a Suns versus Clippers series, man. You know, that would be Chris Paul versus Rondo, man. Them guarding each other. Be, I, I bet there'd be at least one brawl during that series. Right? Will there? I think there'll be at least one brawl. Right? That'll, that'll be cool. But I think that'll be hella cool if that becomes a series. I don't think the Suns can't make the finals, though. They have a chance. They have a good chance, especially with Chris Paul. But also, one thing that people forget about Chris Paul is he is not the greatest playoff performer. He has had some mishaps in the playoffs before. He's a great regular season player. He can he can lead almost anything to the playoffs, as we saw last year and as we saw this year. He can lead it. He can lead any team. But once it comes to the playoffs, man, something just happens. He's 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 not a bad playoff performer. He just could be better. Uh, and I don't, this is another thing. I don't know why the NBA does these playing tournaments. Like if we're being honest, maybe it's just to give these below mid tier teams to have their fan bases slightly interested to make the playing games, you know, because these, these bottom teams, like these like uh, ninth and 10th seed teams, they're most likely going to be eliminated from the playoffs anyway or in the first round. So what's the point of having the playing games? Just giving them extra games to play, even maybe like another chance to get injured just for them to get eliminated in the first round anyway. Like, I don't understand the point. Like, I can, I can see like the debate, man. Like, maybe like, oh man, maybe, you know, there could be like a Cinderella story, you know, create history. That's not going to happen. Maybe, maybe once in like, if they do this for like twenty years, maybe it would happen like one time. Maybe that's just my take. This is gonna be some weird stuff. What's going on? All right, uh, I'm gonna end this uh, NBA segment. I'll be back soon um, with another segment going on. The next segment will be short. I'm gonna end the podcast shortly. So uh, I'm gonna end this segment, and uh, I'll see you guys in a little bit. All right, so this is gonna be the last segment of the day um, of the podcast. For today, this is about the NHL. Um, I, I've loved watching the NHL this season, man. I feel like it's probably one of my favorite sports this year. At least after the NFL um, finished their season, uh, because I like the physicality. I just love the sport. 
I've not really been into it prior. To, oh, I've been into it like Blackhawks. I would only watch the Blackhawks games. Um, but this year I'm watching a little bit of everything, which I like. Uh, the West, man. The West, the Colorado and Vegas, man. They are head to head on who's going to win that division. Um, there's only not many. There's not many games left. Um, I think there might be like ten. I don't mistake, but I know the season ends soon. Maybe like ten, fifteen. Uh, that's that's gonna be really fun to watch. And then the Central Division, um, Tampa Bay, Florida, and Carolina—they're two points away from being first or third. So anybody could win that. I feel like Tampa Bay could win this. They can, they're gonna go on a little bit of a streak towards the end and win it all, and, be, and win that Central Division. Um, and then also in that Central, same Central Division, the four to five spot, Chicago and Nashville—they're right there. Chicago, I'm I'm rooting for Chicago to make those playoffs, man. And the East Division, it's gonna be me between Washington, Pittsburgh, and the Islanders. I think Boston might also have to make a spot too. I feel like the East Division, they're definitely the best division in the NHL right now. The New York Rangers with 52 points aren't even in the playoff contention. Which is kind of crazy, man. How strong that East Division is. And then. In the north, you just got Toronto kind of uh, beating everybody by a pretty good margin. Winnipeg might get there, but I don't think they will. I feel like the north is pretty weak. Um, Edmonton, though, uh, with McDavid. I love watching McDavid. But just the Edmonton team, I don't think they can win anything with until they get kind of a little bit more consistent. But just have like a better overall team instead of just depending on McDavid and um Dreidel to uh, carry their team. Uh, just Dreidel. Dreidel, not Dreidel. I don't know why I said Dreidel. Um, I feel like, so this is my predictions for for winning each um, conference. For like North, it's going to be Toronto. East, um, I think Washington might keep that. I think Washington will keep it and win that division. For Central, I'm going to give it to Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay will go on a streak, win that division. And then for the West, I like I like I like Colorado. I think Colorado, the Avs. I think the Avs might stay up there. I like the I like the shot. I like the shots. I like the odds. And then to win it all, man, this is gonna be tough. But there's a lot of good teams that I could choose from. I feel like the Avs and the Knights might. Uh, one of, I feel like one of those teams might have might win it. The Avs or the uh, the Avs or the or the Knights. I feel like I feel like mm, I feel like at the end of the day, I think the Knights might win. That's just my hot take. I feel like the Vegas Knights will win it all because of Mark Andre Fleury. I feel like just at, at the end of the day, it's all about maybe your. Defense sucks. Your offense can't score. At the end of the day, if your goalkeeper is playing amazing, he can. He'll be the X factor, and I feel like Mark Andre Fleury will be that person. That will be that X factor um, in the playoffs. That I think that there will be a um, Vegas versus Tampa Bay. Um, semifinals 
not not finals, but I don't think they could face each other in the finals. There's another Central and the West kind of is in that same path. Um, that's going to be a hell of a good series if that happens. It will be an insane defensive series with Tampa Bay and uh, Vegas. I would love to watch that. That would be my favorite series. Of, that would be, I think that might be better than the Stanley Cup Finals. And then um, on – and I think my Stanley Cup Finals two teams, I think it might be Toronto and the no, – actually, I might take my Knights pick back. I feel like um, when healthy, the Lightning has will have a way better team. I'm gonna take that the Vegas thing back, and I think the Lightning will go ahead. I think it was gonna be Lightning versus Toronto. I would love to watch that Lightning versus Toronto, and then um, I think uh, the Lightning will win, but Toronto might have a chance. I feel like Lightning, Lightning. I think like the Lightning just obviously have might have probably have the better squad. They de- I mean they don't they don't probably have the better squad. I think I feel like they definitely have the better squad. And that's just gonna be my little NHL playoff predictions. I can't wait to watch my NHL playoffs. NHL playoffs are probably my favorite playoffs to watch to be honest. Maybe NHL playoffs then NFL playoffs then NHL playoffs. But I love watching those playoffs man. That's some good stuff to watch. So yeah, that's gonna be this podcast. Um, pretty simple, nothing too much. I'm still working on the uh, Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain podcast, which will be coming up soon, maybe in a few days. I, I can't wait for that one. Uh, I didn't, I haven't really like wrote down a script or nothing, but I don't really write down scripts. I just wrote down like just like kind of like read a few stats, you know. Watched, watched. I watched a lot of games in the future, and I watched some games recently, just about how like good Bill Russell man, has been again, especially against in, in the playoffs, man. Bill Russell, man. This dude is so good. All right. Um, thank you guys for listening. Bill Russell versus Bill Chamberlain podcast will be coming soon. And uh, thank you guys for listening, man. Um, if you can, please follow the podcast wherever you're at. Rate it wherever you're at. And um, uh, please uh, send a follow. Send me a, a DM. Send me an email if you guys want to be a part of the podcast. You want to talk about anything, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. And um, yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one.